going on down there? Oh, pew pew, uh, if you, yo, light them up, it's episode 620, that's like 200 more weed than 420 of WTF at TFW, welcome everyone to, uh, the post-convention, post-post-convention cooldown, because now all of us have conventioned, uh, also, I'm gonna say, TJ also birthdayed and conventioned, so TJ, like, are you just, how was the cranial load of all that? Okay. You have no idea what it is like to be truly paranoid until you go to a massive convention where not only do the con-goers know who you are, but most of the staff, the owners, the people who run things, and the musical guests all know who you are, and are aware it's your birthday, and you have no idea when they're going to spring anything. My, my quote is, that's what you get for making friends. That's me, the the troll under yeah. the bridge. <laughs> How dare! Uh, but to which I will also say, happy belated birthday, TJ. Uh, Thank you. I, I'm sure you. I'm sure you had plenty of celebration, but I'll throw one in there. Uh, also joining us is Aaron. Uh, Aaron and me are are one week slightly more post convention, so I think our cranial load has lessened. But honestly, mine hasn't really. Uh, it's starting to, to dip out. But uh, it, it hasn't helped that uh, my internet has been real. I, I think the whole internet of my entire country is still, like, in some kind of not-death spasm, but, you know, like, uh, punched-in-the-spine spasm from that fun, ro- funny Rogers Friday. Um, so, uh, hey, Aaron, how you doing? Yeah, well, that, that's what I was saying about, about two gar- armed guards with their heads inside of an ATM trying to figure out how to manually reset some service that they can't do because they broke it so hard also i've like, we, i've come to notice like heat warning level heat seems to just affect internet fiber optic or not i don't actually understand how all i know is every time our heat does spike the internet gets hurt so i just assume there's a connotation if i mean it could be uh I mean, if you want to go into materials processes stuff that you've now opened this can of worms. Oh, if you have anything that's like uh, a draped cable, like an in-air cable, like those cables will lengthen as it gets warmer because physics, mm-hmm. and that could cause that could theoretically cause issues. I know that that's caused issues with like um, like wildfires and the like end up happening that way when it gets hot outside and then the high power transmission lines end up having an increased load on them because it's hot outside and more people are running air conditioners mm-hmm. and then ambient air temperatures being higher can cause those lines to to droop some so if you've got like fiber optic stuff that's hanging up in the air at least in local levels that might do it could be um i remember uh apartment i used to live at we would have internet issues whenever it rained and then eventually like the Comcast guy got it in his head to actually go and look at the box where everything terminates, and it turns out that it just sat in the ground in the bottom of a hole, and whenever <laughs> it would rain, it would fill up with water, and then that would cause problems. Uh, and it was like, oh, we should probably have this on a pedestal, not in a bucket. And then like the people in that half of the building were like, you think? You think maybe you shouldn't just like 
fill it up with whatever stagnant pond water is in there and then expect it to work. And then you go to talk to Comcast and they're like, uh huh, uh uh uh, no, no, your contract says speeds up to 100 megabits per second. <laughs> zero. We could just falls pour in that water category all over it because too. zero is not up to. Yeah. Uh, I will say I'm part of the problem. I am running an air conditioner right next to me, which also, if you're hearing a bit of a, they that's won't. what it is, because uh, it is heat warning day over in Toronto. It is not as hot as over in the UK right now, and our our country does have a slight infra- a slight infrastructure for air conditioning at homes. So I'm still, you know, thankful, and I'm not as as hard off as a lot of our friends over in Europe are uh, as of this recording on uh, July 19. <laughs> but. Uh, if you do hear some noise in the background, that's what it is. Think of it as a, as a pleasant white noise that makes you think of cool air. Ideally, that's not all the air conditioning you have, but uh, regardless, we all are we're, we're pushing our way through this uh, this 2022, and I think we we generally I'm feeling a little, a little bit uh, high on life, having a good time. Granted, I'm going to move us into Transformers Acquisition Inquisitions. I didn't buy anything since the convention. I already spent too much money at the convention. Uh, so I don't really have anything fresh to talk about myself. Aaron, uh, I know you've got some stuff that is currently in box. Uh, that, that primarily would just be yep. a review of the part where, um, to paraphrase, Amazon overcorrected and they took all your ready-to-ship boxes and put them in a box this time. Correct. So, uh... <laughs> Correct, yeah. So I, I have the, the, uh, Diaclone Twin Twist, the... Ye Prime Universe Bulkhead and um was it just Autobot Springer? Like no Yeah, it was just him. Yeah, Springer no was special solo. thing. He's he's just Springer with a blue blue symbol. Yeah. I have those in the brown over boxes still. Um they came in yesterday and yet another box. So Amazon and trying to reduce the boxes actually increased the boxes. So it's real it's real funny to to think about this story. I'm just realizing along with the part where we've heard from industry people that Amazon is responsible for cardboard shortages uh all over the globe mm-hmm. and they're yeah, good job. <laughs> good job Amazon. Uh but uh, TJ, you mentioned you've got a couple of repaints that are uh, also Transformers that we could touch on quickly. Yeah, nothing terribly spectacular. Um mostly just leftovers from that insane Hasbro Pulse sale, which took, like, oh, yeah, yeah. over a month to get here. But, hey. <laughs> it was cheap, so what do I care? Uh, I, yeah. I got, yeah. Uh, I got the, uh, I got our core class Skywarp, uh, which I had forgotten mm-hmm. that that has this, like, crazy weird torso rip opens uh, transformation to it. Oh hell yeah! I, I actually did. I did get Skywarp a while back, and I don't remember if I actually really mentioned him much. But uh, I, I love that. I was just messing with Starscream the other day. He's always been on my desk, and that that is probably my favorite core class transformation still to date. Yeah, for the size, it's doing something really unique for a Starscream uh, style mold, and it actually works really well. So good on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still fascinated. Like. For all, for all these years, they're still trying to. They're still figuring out different ways of turning that jet into a robot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's the same as Starscream, just you know, black and purple. Uh, and uh, the slingshot, I I still don't understand. But 
Yeah, uh, at this point. I think I said this. I think I said this before. So you can combine everything together and be cool. It would be so cool if there was like a fun little story that we could cite, you know, and laugh about, uh, and go like, "Isn't it cool how the slingshot had that little line of fiction to go with it?" But alas, we <laughs> we have to make it up ourselves. Yeah. Ah uh, uh, well. But yeah, still fine. Still fun. Mm-hmm. And the other one I got was the. DK2 Guard, which is the Black Iron Hide. Oh, that's one I I really wish had some mm. cool fiction to go with them, because his fiction is the Netflix series, and uh, oops, I may be damned with a lack of praise there. Whoops. <laughs> oops. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> In general, I kind of wish all of the Diaclone stuff that they're putting out had some kind of fiction to tie them together. Like, okay, this is like pre-Optimus and Megatron characters or like some way of tying him into Transformer backstory so it's like kind of cool to finally like see where they fall into the universe they're they're just repaints they're, they're just like Diaclone is there just so you know we can figure out some other way of using Sunstreaker essentially or you could even lean into like the clone part of it and make it some other like these are clone diabolical clones of whatever. <laughs> yeah. That way you can be like, ah, Diaclone. Ah, it has to be spelled with a K ah. too. Diabolical clones. You, the, you need to come K2. up. You need you need to come up with like a, an anagram for the DIA. What's it? DIA clone. Uh, di- oh, I got it. Uh, duality identity advantage clones because they're you know doubles of in this case Ironhide. Uh, I, I will say we got a baby step because in Legacy now we have Diaclone Universe. We just need to find out what that universe is. True, uh, it's been named. <laughs> just haven't been there. <laughs> I actually like um, that Ironhide mold more than most. But oh yeah, good. me too. Yeah, uh, it does. Mm-hmm. It does occur to me that you know we uh, may or may not have listings for a new one. So uh, this might be just how I keep a hold of that mold for a while. It's also the first time a lot of folks are able to get that mold, given that the last two were in two packs that were like a, a total dice roll, where they it's, actually got them before they disappeared. Yeah, like it's so it's weird to me that every time that mold has been produced, it's been some like store exclusive thing. Yeah, I um I got a little theory in the back of my head that something about the retooling on the deluxe that turned it into that, like it might just be the sled or something, like pushes it. Uh, too far outside of Deluxe, but not far enough towards Voyager, so it's like in a weird... It's just in a True. weird spot. It's still uh, weird. It's it, it's a main 84 cast member, and the mold does not make it out to a normal shelf. Yeah, I, I mean... I, I was gonna say, the Fair Lady Zed barely... The Earthrise one barely made it out, but it did get a mainline wave, because mm. I was thinking it was just buzzworthy. But no, there was a uh, smokescreen, right? It was in Earthrise proper... So it, it did sneak out there. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think also, you know, we've said it before, all that Earthrise stuff falls under just the, the sad story of toys trying to come out during 2020 and 2021. Uh, it's just like, what's going on with any of this? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's shipping. And then a lot of it goes to Amazon, where some of it just disappears into the ether. Uh, I'm not going to yell about Coneheads. But uh, DK2... I, I've been tempted by him, uh, mostly because I actually love that color scheme, but I actually got Ironhide and Ratchet, so I also got my fill of that mold. Uh, so I've, I've left it alone for now. They got him kicking around GameStops here. Uh, also not on sale, which doesn't help. I, I can't remember. 
where he fell on the the big pulse discount train uh, that weekend. But um, that's still pretty cool. Uh, and yeah, DK2 might be a great way to hang on to that mold if we're getting something new and buzzworthy or studio series or something. I already forgot which was where in those. It's a, in those it's, a stu- it's, it's a it's a studio series. Because okay. that's that's okay. our because ex- remember that's our excuse to put out whatever we want from G one now. I am. We're going to talk about this actually on one of the main topics. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of. <laughs> I at the end of the day, I'm kind of enjoying how our brief moment of everything in their nice little filed boxes has like ever, they just stabbed all the boxes with pencils over and over again. Uh, and just poured water into all of them. Um, before we get that to that, though, uh, let's get to a big news topic that I want to touch on just briefly because, boy, it gave me a visceral reaction uh, as far as stabbing things with pencils. Disguise Costumes teaming up with Funko uh, and the Transformers brand to do a Walmart-exclusive oversized Funko Pop Optimus Prime mask. Now, here's the part that I love. If you look at the photo, the mask is wider than a human adult male's shoulder blades. So, uh, I want to watch the person put that on and then not be able to get through a door. That's the main thing I want to see. Sweet Jesus. When, when, you, when you actually look at the picture, all of your face is in the bridge of Optimus Prime's nose. Yep. Okay, editor. <laughs> what? I am, I'm going to be displeased. Why? If, I'm going to be very displeased if the thumbnail for this episode is not Dark Helmet wearing this thing instead. I will send something worse much later. Oh, you're calling for some of that basic Photoshop? I'm just putting that out there. It has to be in the universe. I do need to show you guys something that was shared with me because I did. I, I posted on Twitter. This made me post on Twitter. Uh, it got. <laughs> that's a weird thing to say. Uh, it <laughs> made me pen a tweet uh, that to say I don't even like even my worst enemies. I would want to heavily dissuade from purchasing this uh, very funny looking unpleasant item. Uh, and someone on Twitter also said, and I couldn't help but, but agree, like, the part where it's a Walmart exclusive is, like, actually perfect. It's like, how how s- gross and sweaty can we make this thing? But uh, Isla Rangoon shared with me another Funko Pop costume that's on the market. This one's actually, sca- like, like, I like it more, but it's freakier. Um, so take a look at it, and then take note of the human-faced orifices carved into the Funko's face uh, on top of its own eyeballs and mouth. Or, or huh, that's terrifying. I, I've, I think, I think I actually wish the Optimus Prime mask had those rather than that weird kind of, you know, netting or whatever. Yeah, yeah. This is into what hath God wrought territory. <laughs> also, the part where the Funko Pop costume is naked, fleshy Funko, like just straight up flesh color, mm-hmm. featureless Funko with a human face growing out of the. It's forehead. And it only comes with a shirt. Yeah, yeah. The like, implication like, being, only wear the shirt. <laughs> it's it, God, it looks like yes. one of those 80s like plastic costumes that would just have the brand logo and like He-Man's face. If, yeah, I thought it was just going to be like a t-shirt and a silly plastic mask, but the part where the mask has those eye holes, and then worse, that mouth slit. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the <laughs> mouth slit for? I... <laughs> Yeah, I'd I'd at least hope that there's like some sort of standoff inside of that so that your nose is not like absolutely smashed so that your eyes can see out the eye hole. Uh, th- the whole trick, right? All of this is horrible and scary. How do I delete someone else's message <laughs> on Discord? To- topper for this. Let so me that let I me never I, have to see that. I got to put the meaty topper on this. The big the big beefy cherry on top. Now imagine someone sticking their tongue out that mouth slit. 
<laughs> I'm glad I helped you both have a more fun Tuesday. I just uh, ate. I hate you. There, take... <laughs> Aaron, you reacted with a poop emoji. <laughs> I've never seen you do that before. <laughs> I'll do it, too. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I want to say that there, there's not even a funny, funny, haha reason to buy this. Because, like, the other little joke I had stored up was was when you put on this mask, if you wear it and the clock strikes midnight, it digitize, it sucks your body up into it and digitizes you into an NFT. Because uh, that's also some of that Funko business, uh, specifically with Transformers. Anyway, do you guys have anything else you want to throw out about this, this fun mask? This, uh, I think in the topic list, I called it Terrible Thing Worthy of Shaming. What What episode no. of Doctor Who is it the villain of? Boy, um... Are you my mommy? <laughs> I wouldn't want to... Can I'm, you imagine a kid walking... So a little kid walks up to you, their face is in this thing's forehead, and then, like, like it's just a t-shirt with little hands and feet sticking out, and, and, and then, like, a trail of meat behind them. The trail of meat being the last person that they thought was their mommy or daddy? Anyway... Uh, writes itself. That's a free one. Any any horror writers out there? Any any uh, any horror artists out there? Want to want to draw that up? It's all cool. Um, hey, let's let's move let's move away from the Funko mask. Uh, I, we also got this is exciting to me. We got Flame Wars flung awaited flu return to the Transformers. Finally, getting a, a non convention exclusive toy that is not just a Legends crammed into Beast Hunters to fill out a wave. Flame War is still in a capsule. But uh, she's, uh, she's as everyone wanted, she's being done as a redeco of Legacy Prime RC. Um, obviously, a little bit more well-built than, than your usual Flame Wars as far as, like, hero proportions. Uh, but I think the deco looks great. She's got a new friend named Fireglide, who is uh, Pterodactyl or whoever, um, who has a fully functional uh, uh, bow and arrow kind of crossbow mode you can do, and and it has been colored to match the look of Flame War with Crossbow from uh, the Beast Hunters uh, redeco from that BotCon, or I believe her artwork in the TCG as well, uh, a specialist Flame War in uh, Wave uh, Wave mm -hmm. 3 or 4. Um, the little little secret here, though, is she's uh, she's joined Slicer in being a really cool redeco, and they're like, where are you going to go? And so I, I now have a full-on headcanon, and it's not just me. A couple of us are down with this now as the canon for this character. Flame War and Slicer are just a pair of, a goon squad pair of bullies. Uh, and they just, they're in shattered glass because that's where they decided they're going to be. So they just bullied their way into the line. Uh, Flame War, like, you know, got the quick recolor on the insignia. I think Slicer didn't even get the recolor on the insignia. Uh, I got a whole story in my head that's, that Exosuit is the first genocidal Autobot they came across who they just, they just shoved, just pushed him on the floor and, and teabagged him a bunch. Uh, and then, the, and you know, called him nerd, and now he works for them. Um, and I'll, I'll just top this off. I think their grand scheme in the in the story, the the tapestry of Shattered Glass, is they want to hijack Shattered Glass Fortress Maximus and make Shattered Glass Fortress Maximus uh, teabag Shattered Glass Cerebros while using the, the the loudspeaker system to scream GG over and over again. Uh, I, that thing happened where me and like a couple other people started yes ending, and now I really really want this figure and slicer. Uh, I think this looks great. It's just, uh, I, you know, I fully accept, like, that there are those who are like, how is the shattered glass? And it's like, well, it's not. But you know what? It's fun. 
And if you headcanon it just right, it can be pretty funny. Uh, so I'm hype about it. Um, Aaron, how are you feeling about uh, about Flame War? Flame War bl- looks good. Um, I, I I like that they're just using a couple of the like you said they're just using a couple of those spots as like hey here's a good color scheme layout on something sure shattered glass whatever this is the one that's just entirely kind of Hasbro Pulse Hasbro controlled you know they don't have to sell a flame war to to target or 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 a Walmart or something they're just like eh we'll just do this ourselves mm. uh cuz that's just her paint scheme right uh yeah short of the red decepticon logo rather than purple pretty much like, pretty much like slicer it's it's yeah. just a transformer yeah. scheme that exists yeah, so I'm, I, I I think it looks good. I'm I kind of hovered on Slicer for a little bit uh, a while back on ordering and and managed to talk myself out of it because um, I've also been cleaning the house and found like a couple years ago's TF Con haul just in in a stack of things. So hell yeah, I'm I'm having a little bit of that. Maybe I have too much right now <laughs> and should should condense or something. Yeah. Um, but find strength somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in my case, uh, I think the Shattered Glass final decos have all looked great, but I haven't really been picking up the line because it's like, you know, of all the things to skip, it's the easiest one for me to skip. Uh, putting two characters I just like into it, I'm like, well, I mean, I like the I like the box color scheme. I like I like those purples and, and magentas. So I would like to track these down at my local EB GameStop. Uh, it also means I don't have to worry about pre-ordering. I just have to worry about finding them, and if I don't find them, then like, oh, I, you mm-hmm. know, I tried, but uh, they 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 mm-hmm. got me with two of them. TJ, uh, how about you? How are you feeling about uh, Flame War or or Fire Glide? I mean, she looks really nice. I, mean, it's hard to get it wrong. It's black and red with flames, so it's gonna look good pretty much no matter what you do with it. I do mm. think there is something strange about the repaints we've seen between this and Road Rocket that kind of justifies the RC mold and whatever whatever flack it caught at release. Granted, it doesn't look exactly like Prime RC. It's a very G1-ified, much blockier version. But the versatility of the mold is really proving itself. Which hell I yeah, actually find yeah. really interesting. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, I, I, I think love... We're good. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, well, yes, you asked me about uh, Fire Glide, too. Uh, I think it's a super clever ver- uh, reuse of that toy in order to give her, like, the crossbow look. So there's a little bit of, uh, I mean, it's vaguely the original character. It's vaguely the prime version. It's it's a weird mix. But, like, I'm I'm super happy that they actually worked in, like, a signature weapon for her. Oh, yeah, yeah. And... I mean, in my head, this is basically IDW2 Flame War uh, pulled through a, a dimensional door when that universe ended by Slicer saying, hey, you look cool, let's go bully some nerds. Uh, I have a, I have really fallen deep into my, into, into my own uh, collaborative headcanon on this, uh, and I'm, I'm not letting it go. That's, it's completely sold me on, on them as a pair as well. <laughs> uh, I, I think I've talked about it before, like, you know, when you don't give me fiction that I feel like working with, but it just happens naturally, I'm super happy to just lean into my own headcanon or, you know, a collaborative one with a few other folks. Because also her blurb on the back of the box is, Flame War is a skilled warrior, period. 
she will go to any lengths necessary to keep the Decepticon legacy alive. And I'm like, I know there's a Shattered Glass comic, and I have not heard anything bad about it, so you know, I'm going to check it out sometime. But, like, this this back-of-box bio that doesn't even mention Fireglide is, like, is about as generic as you can get. She she skill she skilled good at fight and and wants faction good and it's like okay cool <laughs> that's not making my imagination light up here you know um the uh, the inclusion of Fireglide I do I do hope whoever like if if she does show up in the Shattered Glass comic I hope they do lean into this pairing a little bit and and give them some love because like IDW two uh is more or less responsible for Flame War becoming beloved across the fandom, as opposed to, like, the TCG players or anyone who went to BotCon 05. Uh, she was a very tiny, tiny Venn diagram for a very long time. Um, and yeah, also, mm-hmm. it's a good mold. Like, you know, uh, I got over the noses on the Prime characters, and I don't blame anyone who hasn't, but uh, just playing with that with that base design like it's so versatile even if it's just one character like a modular backpack like that is is imagination fuel um so yeah i'm looking forward to seeing how this turns out like i said every one of these shattered glass figures i've seen in person at eb GameStop uh looks stellar i've seen the starscream a bunch i saw the megatron um they they look great in package so uh i i don't expect less for this one um and, uh, yeah, that, that, uh, brings us to, uh, I have a couple listener questions for us I wanted to, to smack through. Um, and, uh, I want to do one of them right now. This one comes from V Rider, uh, and it's, it's got some length. It even has some bold font and different font sizes. I'm not sure if that was intentional or if that just happened due to board funniness. Uh, but it says, I've been watching the current rumors and leaks for Transformers for some time now, and one of the things we were told by a reputable leaker, which I think is a very funny phrase, uh, was that starting with uh, the WSC trilogy and studio series, Hasbro is trying not to remake characters over and over again unless it's someone who really needs it, and that's what we're getting. And uh, what uh, that what we're getting basically is meant to be the representation of the character. Uh, this, as well as various other factors, has prompted me to basically sell a lot of my pre uh, WFC Studio Series figures. But there's still some from uh, before those lines that I want to keep, even if they have a better version today. Quote unquote. Uh, are there any characters who've appeared in Studio Series or WFC Legacy that you think still has some really good figures prior to now? Uh, my examples would be uh, RTS Jazz, the First Edition Prime figures, Power of the Primes, Nemesis Prime, and despite it being pretty hated by most, I still like Combiner Wars Menasaur. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I, I kind of back up all those examples. I think RTS Jazz is like the the most classic example, but I've come to learn that mm-hmm. that toy did not land as well as it did with me and some of my friends. Uh, I've, I've seen some folks very happy to uh, to bail on that one. Uh, I am in Combiner Wars Menasaur <sighs> camp as well, so you're not alone, but I know that we are basically alone. <laughs> Uh, I, I want to ask: Are there any of the reveal of the shield guys that have had a like a definitively better toy? I'm going to grit my teeth. Come out! I'm going to grit like my teeth and say Rekgar. 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 But I grit my teeth. Okay. I think RTS Rekgar is still really good and in some ways better than the Studio Series '86 one. But no one agrees with me, so <laughs> I'm on my own there. Okay. Well, that was that was the Rekgar that could write itself, right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people hate that mold, uh, and and not for bad reasons. There, there's plenty of reasons not to like it. I just really like it. The only, the uh, only one I would give that to is maybe Perceptor, which is a the reveal of the shield's a good toy, but I you know if it's Perceptor, it's not a microscope. 
Also, the RTS version specifically was not super fun to mess with. Like, you, you kind of had to go to one of the, either the Japanese phone or, the, or one of the redecos to, like, in my opinion at least, like, get one that had nice hand feel. Uh, the RTS version, I had a good one, mm-hmm. but it still was kind of janky as far as, like, holding together. Um, so I could see that one, that one kind of being off-putting. Um, but still, still, there's a ton of stuff prior to WFC that I think is, is super good. Like, um, uh, oh, what am I thinking of? Because the problem is, like, WFC has been around for more than a few years now, and so it's occupying all my quick access memory. <laughs> um, but, uh, mm-hmm. um, ah, not Skullgrin. Um, Darkmount. Uh, Straxus. That, uh, that RTS Straxus, yeah. um, I think is super solid. I think that one might be debatable with some people still. Uh, I, I can't quite remember. I still think uh, Cyclonus from back then, Universe Cyclonus, is, is a damn good deluxe oh, Cyclonus. Yeah. Uh, and it took a Voyager to outdo him, and I think that says something. Um, and there are you can get him as Strafe, you can get him as, uh, as Shattered Glass Cyclonus, and th- those are like solid versions in different colorways. Um yeah, sorry. When I said reveal the shield before, for some reason, I when I said Grimlock, I was then questioning myself. No, I was thinking classics, rolling all the way back to classics. Oh, some of yeah. those are also amazing toys. Hell yeah, Mir- Mirage. I mean, we got a deluxe Astro Train that was like it was a space shuttle and a train with limited excess junk. And and a lot of those figures i think have even if you are a person who needs to replace a character and not have dupes of a character a lot of those older toys that are Mm -hmm. super good have plenty of colorways across you know retail Mm -hmm. capsules and and bacon um like like classics mirage you could get as uh, if you want to really focus in you could go and find the fracture version who's i think now kind of the definitive version of that mold yeah Mm-hmm. Uh, Grimlock, you could get as Overkill, who I don't think we're going to be seeing anytime soon. And I, <laughs> I think that that mold really works well for Overkill. Uh, it, it's also a good action master Grimlock who got cured of Nucleon, I think. Um, yeah, 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 that's a good one. I always defend the classics Grimlock because it's patterned much closer to the, the, uh, the Pretender rather than the G1 design. Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry, I, I meant Pretender Grimlock, not Action Master. I, I I always have a flow in my head of of Pretender to Action Master to Classics, uh, but no, no, I I, I totally agree. Uh, even Classics Megatron, I think, is in a sort of untouched, uh, renewed vision of Megatron that uh, I think got unjustly abandoned, um, I, like you know, I, moving I, him to I, being a tank yeah. rather than. Or, I think I think legally we're never going to touch that again. No, no, yeah, but I, every everything that I remember from various discussions with designers at the time was like, yeah, we snuck this one in under the radar and then legal said, ha ha ha, good job, never again. I, I'm thinking um, that that could have pivoted towards a spaceship as far as like, it's the robot mode I'm really thinking of with the big wings. Uh, I, I think that could have mm. pivoted to spaceship in a really cool way. Not that I, I actually kind of like the tank. Um, I think a tank is also a de- definitely as far as soft retconning the evergreen i like the tank a lot but uh it's like like classics megatron transitioning into spaceship alt mode aesthetics i think would have been super cool too mm-hmm. we kind of saw that with prime i guess but i mean, we could give megatron a submarine mode i mean yeah we can yeah. do that too 
It, the submarine is a classic mode. It's not represented enough. We barely get them outside of Shockwave, honestly, oh, yeah. which is you know kind of messed up. Um, yeah, six but, shots uh, no, was I mean, great. You know, I don't know why we don't do it more. I know, and there's all these people who get really upset about submarine modes, and they always want to display them upside down, which is like, I assume it's some kind of weird flat earth thing, where they're like, you can't, uh, you can't have submarines travel under the water, because the world's flat, so there's no water for them to travel under, or something like that, and I, I don't get it. Um, you silly, it's gonna scrape the bottom of the seafloor. Uh, but that's yeah. how you make the bottom of the seafloor smooth! You gotta get all the jagged parts out so that you can, you know, gentrify it a little bit for people to move in down there. What's you don't carve it down. You need to, that. Then, then that's not even an iron. Like, you need like an underwater iron. Just, to, to, just I mean, like drag this silly. big old... iron. Iron wouldn't work under the water. There's no electricity down there. <sighs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> uh. But I, I mean, there's there's so many we could go on and on about. It. I mean, I kind of I kind of dove into this because I think I think the 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 RTS um, slash whatever else it was era gener- original generations era uh, was some of the strongest toys we ever got, and like oddly, some of the most quickly forgotten toys we ever got. Uh, it, it feels like mm-hmm. a lot of the fandom like moved on from them super fast. Uh, I don't think on purpose. It's just a bunch of stuff came out, right, in the mid-2010s. And then that stuff all just got bailed on. I mean, cl- classics lockdown, even. I keep... I always try to remember, because I, like, I always think about Circuit, and I'm like, yeah, classics generations lockdown was, like, a pretty monumental figure when it came out, and within two years had kind of... I don't know, felt like it kind of drifted out of the consciousness a little bit. Um... Skullgrin, Skullgrin slash Strax's Dark Mount is the, is the other one I always think of as far as, like, I never really mm-hmm. see it anymore <laughs> on people's uh, photos. Um, but uh, any other ones you guys want to call out from, I guess, pre, what, 20, uh, 2016? I can't, I can't remember when Siege started. 2017. No, I, I, I feel like that is also one of those just kind of, like, breakpoints that exist in, in just toy lines of, you know, started to the kind of trilogies of things and mm-hmm. like the way, like chug is always thought of as one thing Blech. as I, yeah. Yep. Um, where it's like the, those like three to five year era things. Um, yeah, it's always just kind of a reset and, and move on. So yeah, I, I, if you're someone that that only wants to keep one of each, like the newer, better ones, um, especially now, I think that it, that we're getting significantly more interesting variety because we're not getting the like four Optimus Primes in the same lines with slight, you know, changes and as pre-toolings of things kind of like we used to. I like how they have to stretch um, for Optimus Primes I'm, now. Where it's like, yeah, it's laser optimist, and it's like you're damn yeah. right, it's laser optimist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where, where you know, it's it's, and and I think it's part of like the shift that we've seen in discussions with the like, the fan calls and 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 that sort of thing, where they're realizing more and more that they're selling to collectors, and and so like, two thousand Optimus Primes eventually someone's just going to be tapped out on, oh, but this is Optimus Prime, but he has 8% more blue. It's totally something different. 
sure, okay, yeah, whatever. Uh, versus, you know, at least it's like, you know, G1 versus the G2 versus, you know, whatever else is coming on down the line. Uh, being able to be different primes enough so that the adult collectors that are going to jump on all of them will, like, jump on the next one. Yeah. Well, I, I got one last one I'll throw in because it's me being a bit smug. Uh, I think Combiner Wars, the entire line, for the most part, was great. And I really, I, I take a bit of a sick pleasure watching people trying to back collect Combiner Wars right now and having a lot of difficulty. Because I'm, uh, in, so, in most cases, actually, I feel bad for folks because they just missed it. But some people, I'm like, I know you skipped it. And I know you thought you'd get it cheaper. And you know what? You don't deserve Combiner Wars! Uh,. But I think it was I think it was a great line. I think it was a beautiful fusion of uh fan made stuff as well, like all the little add on bits that just flesh those toys out perfectly. I loved that environment mm-hmm. so much. Uh where I don't think we'll ever get it again. And I think we got enough of it, but I like that line a lot. Um We got a, got a, actually a little list of questions here, and I think that they're all they're all pretty uh fun to, to blap through. So another V Rider one in this message is I, mean, I don't uh, have an answer how- at all. I thought that we were. I thought we were all chipping in a whole bunch in there. Uh, <laughs> all right, TJ. What about? Is there anything else we we missed? I was. In there I for was. You? Oh, no. He actually didn't have an answer. That's what he was saying. I, I, were you not paying attention? Uh, the, the <laughs> no, I was joking. No, I was joking about submarines, and I didn't actually say anything pertinent to the question. True. No, true. Uh, well, we never got dive dive, so I was like. Ugh. <laughs> I was I was going to play off of you and agree on Combiner Wars because my answer to this would have been the Ultra Magnus from that line, where I yeah I really I I don't like the one from Siege, like I I really don't like. There's just something about how like how all those panels have to fold together and just it just doesn't feel right to me somehow. I got the Kingdom one, which is marginally better, but like just for like. Ultra Magnus experience. I don't think it. I don't think it's topped that leader one from Combiner Wars yet. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. I think all in one Magnus is is the goal on Ultra Magnus. Uh, I think I think Power Armor Ultra Magnus is cute, but like you gotta you gotta if you're gonna go definitive, I think it's got to be all in one Magnus because it's also more impressive to me in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's all yeah, you know, it's well, it separates it from being just like an, an Optimus Prime repaint with a trailer stuck on. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, like they'll make an Ultra Magnus, and like we, you know, you can see it upcoming in Shattered Glass. It's like, what's the fate of Ultra Magnus? Powered Convoy is the fate of Ultra Magnus. That's the one everyone will flip out about. Uh, I mean, Ultra Magnus has got fans, obviously, but like it, it always feels like Ultra Magnus is like, it's like we're owed a powered convoy off this if he's an armor up. Uh, and yeah, I, I also think that like an all-in-one Magnus, uh, it, it gives you fun things like the way that they integrated the, the partner figure, depending on which, um, which, uh, which area you got your Combiner Wars era Magnus from, uh, it, it just, it makes it more interesting, I think, uh, overall, like having a little cockpit in there. Um, but, uh, I'll, 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 uh, TJ, I'll, I'll ask you first on this one. Uh, now that we know how Legacy handles certain characters, um, Prime gets stylized, Unicron Trilogy seems unaffected visually, uh, I'll throw in there, G-Axis is literally just Derek Yoniger line art, um, 
And we, we also just recently had that, that fun Instagram post that actually showed the full visual development cycle of Legacy Knockout, which I thought was really helpful. Uh, what non-G1 characters do you want to see in the line? Uh, so TJ, like, like knowing all this, like who, who do you want to see get legacy eyes knowing that if they're not prime, they might just look like themselves. Yeah. It's a, it's a difficult question now because we've seen other universe toys come into, into legacy and they're fine. They just, you know, Armada Starscream just looks like Armada Starscream. Uh, I, I'm assuming this is, I'm assuming that this is pre that reveal and it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. Um, God, see, like, I'm, I would try to think, like, the only things I could really think of would probably be, like, characters that are exclusive to the movies. Like, I would like, I would love to see some kind of take on Barricade that is kind of that more classic style. Not like a repainted, uh, Prowl, which is what he's been defaulted to. But, like, I want to mm-hmm. see, like, the long arms with the claws on the end. And I want, you know, I want like some semblance of that helmet left over. Like I, I would love to see like that is the, like the insectile wing doors like up rather than just the prowl. I don't know their doors. So they open outwards. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, just like those kind of styles, just like a lot more, like more chunk and more solid than we typically see on the movie designs. And I, I could say that for most of the movie exclusive characters, I don't even mean like. Oh yeah, yeah. Like not even mm-hmm. like. Oh well, movie sideswipe as G one side. No, no, nothing like that. I mean like movies, like movie sideswipe, just straight up G one style without like the weird, like like the weird, the wheel feet to keep him from being balanced properly. That kind of thing. Yeah, I mean when you said barricade and you and like the idea like a barricade going through the legacy filter. Um, but, you know, maybe not as hard as the Prime characters. I, I would love to see that on Barricade and Blackout specifically, because uh, they, they are they're kind of like the movie Decepticons from that, that opening oh. movie. Oh, uh, as far as, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Th- like, out of that, like, I would love a Bone Crusher in that style. Just oh, this, yeah, I mean, I... Like this I big, love the like, crew. <laughs> yeah, like, just big, hulking arms, mm. tiny little legs. I think if Legacy had fiction, the 07 Decepticon uh, B-name crew would just be... They would be fun as, like, the movie representation. Uh, just, like, this this violent crew of 07 Decepticons. You, you block out their designs a little bit more. You, you don't go so far as giving them all, like, uh, flower dairy faces. But, yeah, keep, like, maybe lean into the insectile nature of a lot of their faces. Uh, there'd be some super cool stuff in there. Um... Maybe we'll see. I mean, this, what is it? The the ever-changing, uh, <laughs> reputable leaker uh, information is always, like, starting... It sounds like it's always flitting closer to, like, oh, there's going to be Studio Series live-action in Legacy, and the question of whether that's just, like, like you know, SS repaints or actual, like, new new designs. I, I'd love to see actual new designs. Um Aaron, what about you? Like, who do you want to see in Legacy that's not just a G1? Like, has a different universe prefix? Uh, animated would be great to see. Meets, you know what? I want to know for Band-Aid pulling's sake. Like, what do you do for animated? Do you make them animated or do you prime them? Like, I just want to know. Just tell me. (laughs) Uh, I think that there's probably a spot in between them. Like, you can bring them more towards prime, but... 
like part of what I liked about animated and it's something that, you know, Eric Siebenhaler and uh, Derek J. Wyatt both talked about was like you used the, the shapes a lot more for, you know, for, for characterization. They really pushed that, you know, blur is fast. So he's a tall lanky guy and, you know, yeah. Optimus prime is a big square jaw and all of his transformations let you pull his ax out at the same time. Just, a couple of just a couple of toys like that doesn't have to be the whole line like animated was, but just a couple of them where it's like there's a lot more character in the transformation steps and processes and and that look to them um, to to like bring some of that back a bit more. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, I I would lo- I would hope that there would be a place in between aesthetically for them to settle in. Uh, because I, I, that mm-hmm. that'd be my only fear about animated getting done. Like I wouldn't even myself be that mad about it. I you know I got over the prime thing, but like you, you look at the discourse around the prime designs and you see kind of a new version of discourses we had back in the nineties and two thousands. Uh, only I think I think these ones are differently flavored because prime came out when um, online fandom was a place you could grow up in uh, a lot more. And so you have mm-hmm. a tighter tie to those shows, and it feels a little worse when you see that show kind of run through a cheese uh, a, a cheese cloth to to fit it into the right jar, right? Um, I think animated, uh, you know, especially and obviously in light of you know more tragic elements now, uh, if animated were to be just like highly G one ified uh, in the wrong direction, as opposed to the fact that animated already was really G one ish in a lot of respects. Uh, I, I would hate to be knees deep in that conversation <laughs> if it happened. I, I would hope that they'd find a nice midpoint, um, and, and and also maybe you know play it safe, lean into characters like Lugnut, who already can really happily and have proven they can happily exist uh, in other aesthetics. Because um, yeah, that would that would be a huge one for me. Um, my my own answer for this would be like I would first ask, do you consider Action Master Elites to be G one or not? Because they are, but a lot of people think that they're not. Um, so if, if I could backdoor them, if I could, you know, chew the inside of my cheek and backdoor them in that way, I'd want to do it. Cause I'd love to see, I'd love to see what the, the current, the current Transformers team on the whole globally would do with the four of them. Uh, just to like, you know, smooth out their alt modes to look more like alt modes, but keep that core and keep those day glow colors. I would love it. Uh, but that, that maybe not being on the table in this question. Uh, I'm all, I actually would love to see. Even just one character from Transformers Go of the, of the Autobots, like, redone. Uh, they don't have to do the triple combining thing. You could just pull out one of them. Like, maybe just, you know, that main, that main character looking one, the, the, the car with the two swords, and just lean into it being, this is a, this is a car that turns into a, a samurai Transformer, uh, that isn't movie drift. Uh, that would be kind of cool to see as well. Um, Transformers Go, I think, is going to get forgotten um, in the long run, so I'd love to see it get just a little nod in there. Um, but uh, we talked about fandoms. This next question has the word fandom in the first uh, sentence, so I'm going to lean into it. Toy collecting fandoms always talk about what figures they want, but TF is unique in that there's more media outside of the toys, so what non-toy things would you like to see in Transformers? For example, I'd love if the Unite Warriors Legends Selects manga were to be translated and released in a physical manner, and as some sort of, uh, and some sort of new profile data book or encyclopedia. The old Dreamwave one hasn't aged well. Um, I'm going to throw my, cause, uh, number one, boy howdy, if we could get all those, those, uh, tie-in manga, like, collected in physical, 
that alone would be a massive victory because trying to track down fan translations of all of them to just read through them, I find really irritating because you have to go to like, you yeah. have to go to lengths to actually properly read them. And it's just enough lengths where I'm like, can you just charge me 50 bucks for a book <laughs> so I could just flip through it? Mm-hmm. Uh, but my own one, because I said it already, just fun media for current generations uh, toy lions. I want a goofy legacy media of some kind. I don't. I don't want super dark, super hard. Uh, look at us flex our. We're all in our thirties and love this stuff as writers. Kind of muscle. I just want to see something fun that is also legacy. Even little pack in comics or or just something. Because uh, I like my head cannon, but like it's a lot of work coming up with head cannon for literally everything in a toy line. <laughs> And I would love to feel like there was that energy coming from the Hasbro end uh, in a recorded media fashion. That's what I would love. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely something with the toy line. You can see that there's the potential for bones of a story to be there. It's just it keeps going to Amazon to go to some studio to kick out six subpar episodes to go, ha, it goes with it, right? Yeah, I mean, you look at... And then you die a little bit on the inside. You look at Core Class Wave 1 with the co- the combinable thing, and it's Iguanus, Hot Rod, and Skywarp. I, I went on about this when the reveal for those happened. It's like, the, it writes itself. Mm-hmm. It's three characters who have almost nothing to do with each other, but have a, a united accessory gimmick that is a collect the artifacts to form the sword. And it's like, there's a three-episode story right there. It doesn't have to be Shakespeare. It doesn't have to be hard sci-fi. It's, it could just be fun. It's sitting there. They they got close with the Golden Disc Collection before that story ended on that, like, startlingly nihilistic note of murdering the entire cast except for Puffer. Uh, <laughs> which I still have sometimes... Wa- like, I spent a day thinking, like, did I just dream that up? Like, I had to go back and reread it, because I was like, well, this is so oddly dark. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, Aaron, what about you? Like, like um... What what kind of non-toy stuff would you like to see in Transformers that, that we aren't having right now? I mean, yeah, I think a new, uh, what he touched on with a new profile book encyclopedia, because I remember somewhere I have, like, books one and four that I got in my childhood of the G1 one that was just, like, I, I don't know if that was, like, where that actually came from, but, like, writer Bible stuff or, or whatever the heck it was. But that was just all of the characters. It'd be, it'd be neat to see as like a coda for IDW. Like, hey, here's all the characters that were in IDW and like what they did, or at least of like IDW 2.0 or like of some portion of it to, yeah, be like a memory book kind of type of thing. You know, um, I think that'd be neat. I like the idea of the 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 manga that that were there to like be reliably translated by the same, the same person or the same group and, and just an omnibus type of thing and, and everything. It would also be nice Um, for the folks who worked on the manga to have it in print, you know, like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, it was made. Yeah. You don't have to go and like, Oh, nobody bought this one really. So like that never got scanned and kicked out to then get found by somebody else to translate it and by a third party to then take it and like do it up so that it was actually readable in English. Not like somebody's, I remembered seeing one of them that was like just 
fluorescent without drop shadow lettering over top of the speech bubbles. <laughs> I kind of remember that. And it was like, I, I can I can read this, but it hurts my eyeballs to do so. I'm I'm going to stop reading this now. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think any of those would be neat just as, as yet that are like, yeah, this day and age, just some like reliable digital thing to just be like, Hey, here's, here's a bunch of, of stuff, kick $30 to this humble indie bundle type thing. And away you go. Like, I'm sure there's a zip file that I don't know about that at least collects all those. Like, you know, I don't think, I don't think it was all there, Sakamoto. There, pro- there but... probably is somewhere yeah. on, on some dark some some data hoarder has it on two hard drives in two so. different places that way it's never lost to the world that's my that's my unfortunately thing. none of those are actually reliably connected to the internet where anybody could find it it's it's saved as like unjf 22 transformers manga lb 97z on on a drive so as long as someone has find it. it the odds are like yeah. I just, I just like that's why I like I'm with Transformer stuff that's on the side, like the the, the TCG um, in character learning videos were the first time has really hit me. Like we we are at a point where there there mm-hmm. is potential for Transformers lost media just through a lack of interest in what the media was, and that I don't like that. Like that's why I'm always like I hope people are hoarding and copying a whole lot of this stuff, like especially streaming series now. Like there's a good chance they won't get physical releases, or they might just vanish. So we, someone's got to bootleg them, uh, keep them on a drive somewhere for the sake mm-hmm. of archival. Um, and uh, and also, I want to I want to do a layup here as a zine because I think I don't think this happens in time officially, but as a zine for IDW uh, more than meets the eye, like profile books, you got do the one for IDW one, do the one for IDW two, and then do the one for Beast Wars and all of the little side series like the uh, you know all the little one off things like Hearts of Steel. Uh, that's a three to four part zine series. Makes itself. I say that as someone not doing any of the work. So, uh, you know, I apologize for that. But, um, TJ, what about you? Like, what, what do you want to see in Transformers that's, that's not toys? So, uh, you know, probably media. Mm. Uh, can we get a video game again? Those were nice to have that's... for a while. No, it's obscene. That's, obs- yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous. What you... <laughs> People make video games still? Figure out. <laughs> Figure out what Matt Teeger's up to. He's making maps for Call of Duty. <laughs> I actually looked up what he was doing lately. Because yeah. I, I still follow Full Moon's Twitter, and every now and then they tweet something that's, like, super depressing. I don't think they're NFTs yet. <laughs> okay. I hate that I they, just, yet. they just got fed into the Call of Duty map machine. All right, well, they did well. some time ago. They might have been passed. Like, they're an asset that's passed around now. But, no, TJ, I mean, like, what was it? The last... Okay. I was going to say the last video game we got was that Cyberverse-esque kind of like kid strategy game, but we do have video games. Earth Wars and the fighting one on mobile never die. They don't go away. (laughs) They're soaking up all the video game juice. We can't make new ones until someone kills them. (laughs) Look, Look, I need something I can play on like a desktop or... Or entertainment center mounted screen. That's what I need. I don't want. I don't need a mobile RTS, and I don't need a fighting game that I can't play without buying some weird controller adapter for my phone. 
Yeah, I mean, the fighting game's a bummer in that it's literally built around swiping, so you can't even fake key presses on it. <laughs> uh, also, you know what? We we all know that, we all agree, right? Earth Wars is going to outlive the fighting game, and that's going to drive me nuts, because that fighting game was actually pretty fun for a couple months uh, before it kind of ran itself dry. And it had more fun writing in it, too. Yet Earth Wars is the one that doesn't die! Ever! And you don't even... You don't even... Look, look, I played it for like a year. Waiting for me to get to play a thing in it as opposed to just tap a couple buttons and watch AI walk in circles. Earth Wars kind of sucks. I don't know (laughs) how else to put it. Hey, hey, welcome to the Skinner Box games. Like, holy moly. Tap the thing, get a little shot of dopamine, tap the thing again, no dopamine, tap it again, a little bit of dopamine... Tap it again. Good hit of dopamine. Tap it again. No dopamine. It's entirely random. Can you all when's stop? That, when's <laughs> that box going to open up with the with the one with five stars next to it instead of four? Stop oh, no. tapping. At least if you're going to tap, like oh wait, th- this one's purple. Oh yeah, you, purple baby. If y'all going to tap on a game, at least do the fighting one. The fighting one has is like vaguely kinetic and possibly involves your skill, maybe. I never was able to quite sort out like how much skill was involved in that one, uh, but I, I felt like I had some skill involved in it because you could cheese the AI. That was like the main skill. It was like, can I cheese the AI to the point where I'm supposed to give it money, but I'm not? Uh, anyway, this is all. Boy, what a, what a, this is all. By the way, is the flavor of Transformers video gaming right now. We don't even get our Pokemon Go style game. It shuttered. Yep. I just saw the news. What was it? Some time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, in the last few weeks, it's... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it turns out that Pokemon Go really works well for Pokemon because that's basically what the game was. Every other version of it has been not so great because that's not what those universes are. I played, like, the Wizards Unite thing for a little bit because it was the same people's Pokemon Go and uses the same stuff. It's like, hmm, yeah, I can see that this is the same patterns, but it's it's really not. yeah. Uh, well, also, Pokemon Go even is like, I mean, what is it? It's borderline single-handedly responsible for some, not all, but some of the modern flavor of Pokemon Buzz. It's it's getting its own uh, Pokemon TCG expansion, because I've gotten 1,000 ads for that on YouTube when I watch YouTube on my TV. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, okay. So they're doing Pokemon Go, the, the TCG, the expansion. Which I don't... Y- yeah. 100%. Do you have to repeatedly throw cards at your opponent until they give up or <laughs> I was, like, yeah, I was like I was like thematically, right? Pokemon Go is just Pokemon. So when you when like you're expe- I mean, I know I know that from my limited experience on watching YouTube videos, like Pokemon expansions are not necessarily like, you know, this expansion has this hard defined theme necessarily, but like Go as a theme, I'm kind of like so it's like Pokemon expansion themed after Pokemon Literally, literally, the only thing you do in that expansion that makes it like the TCG or make like makes it like Pokemon Go at all is there is a set of reverse hollows that you can peel the front off of it and it it turns into a ditto, and that's oh, literally that's the only thing. Oh, oh, yeah. that's that, that's already out in Japan, right? Because I remember I saw videos of that like uh, a while it's, ago. It's out here. That, yeah, that's okay. cool. I like that. I could swear I saw a video where somebody tried to peel one that wasn't a peelable one and they got very <laughs> upset. They mark the corner. They they mark it. They don't make it hard. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, because because they use a foiling that involves adhesives, so like you could just peel it if you really try. <laughs> you won't be happy. Uh, all right. Well, then um, let's move into we got we got two more here. Basically, we got we got about three more questions total. Uh, but I got two more from V Riders little block here, which fit in really well because I wanted to I wanted to do a little bit of news, make fun of Funko, do some questions, chill out, post con vibes. Uh, next question for V-Rider. Are there any characters, Transformers, or otherwise that you feel compelled to buy, no matter how many figures you already own of them? My own examples are the MMPR Megazord and non-transforming G1 Optimus and Megatron, which is oddly specific. So, TJ, uh, who are your buy-on sites? Uh, I, was about to, I was about to go back to the good old well and say, I bet it's Star Saber, because also we, don't, we still don't actually get Star Sabers that often. You know, it's day. pretty easy to do it when one comes out every ten years. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it it does it does kind of boil down to like like who's your favorite that you collect, and for me like that does boil down to pretty obvious answers: Star Saber, Blitzwing, uh, Hot Rod, Dinobot, uh, like pretty typical like pretty typical stuff. If you listen to like more than three episodes of this podcast, if I'm trying yeah. to. Th- yeah, if, if I'm trying to think of like a particular one where it's like every single iteration that comes out, I gotta have it. Um, even then, starts getting into like defaults, like Soundwave. Soundwave's always a solid one to grab when one comes up. I'm trying to think of one that's like a common release, like something we see every you know like three to five years that like I will snatch up and I won't just like shove off the old one. And you know, in favor of the new one, like the, something that I would like hoard yeah. the character. That gets a little bit trickier. I, cause uh, I'm trying I was, to think of who occupies that space. I was like, my first thought was like, well, I don't know. Paradron Medic has oddly been popping up more than a few times, but uh, I mean, that's not yours necessarily, unless I, you know, <laughs> I don't know. If How'd you Medic know? Before, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, um. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of blanking. I. Th- I think beyond that, it would probably be like Black Arachnia, because that's another character I just really, really like, and she actually yeah. does come up once in a while. And I, I think the non-transformer I mean, yeah. stuff is pretty obvious too. You know, you know, they, they all like Common Rider Gills, uh, Scyther. Since we were talking Pokemon, you know, the other little fixations of my life. Yeah. Basically, um, yeah, I mean, I, like, I've, I've learned this. I've learned this between between uh, Scyther, Common Rider Gills, and the original Green Ranger. I will pretty much obsess over anything that is green and yellow and deadly. <laughs> um, so we got we got to figure out how to get you in on some of those specifically yellower hued Ninja Turtle variants that pop up now and then. <laughs> oh, I was a, I was the, a Ninja the, Turtle the kid slight... too, so add that to the list. It's every every time that the one what is it whoever it was that got the yellow Power Rangers power in the crossover figures I didn't keep up with those Michelangelo, well. uh, yeah Mikey yeah. I mean hey orange is basically ready reddish yellow right so mm. there you go um mm-hmm. just bouncing off that my own ones quickly because uh, okay good Raph got red and Leo got blue we'll let you yeah, fi- we'll let you figure because... out who got to be the pink and black Rangers. The pink ranger figure was the bummer because it's like it's just the pink ranger because it's April. It's not even. <laughs> but they took the fancy. skirt off. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, I don't know, that that was that one. I was hoping for. I'm, I'm gonna puff <laughs> and my she gun. has a microphone now. Famous microphone weapon of the pink cool. ranger. 
They should have just done April in the in the jumpsuit because April in that new video game that came out is like a friggin' ass kicker, and that makes yellow jumpsuit April suddenly the badass version. Um, but uh, no, my, mine uh, are probably because I mean I don't replace characters either because I'm not that personality type. But the on site I gotta get it types are oddly enough Flame War. Um, every time Flame War did come out. Uh, I, I wanted to get her, which is, I was at those two Bacons. The first one kind of turned her into a, I like flame war scenario. Uh, and then I, when I saw her in beast hunters, I was like, no, oh, I love flame war. I got to pick that up. Um, and, uh, also like, like generally speaking, triple changers, uh, because like, I don't think they happen that often, but they do happen often enough that usually I'm just like, well, I want to see what they do for this triple changer. Cause it's always interesting, uh, whether or not it turns out well. And then non non transformers, my easy answer is Scareglow. I'm always drawn to Scareglow. I don't have a good answer why. Even it has nothing to do with fiction. <laughs> I just think Scareglow looks friggin' cool in every iteration that's ever popped up. Uh, so I, I think uh, outside of the original one from the '80s, I think I might have most of them. I know I've skipped like I skipped like Mini Mates and stuff because you know those are like chewing gum to me. I don't I don't I don't believe they're actually. Mm. I don't think Mini Mates actually exist. I think they're a shared hallucination. Um, <laughs> I I will play off of that one and just like slip in Stinkor for me. Like, yeah, that's, any, that's any Stinkor. He's pursuable because mm. you got you got the uh, the one from Masterverse coming out, right? Or has that already come out? Uh, Masterverse is already out. Um, Origins is out. So yeah, there's only like, uh, there's granted there's only like four, so it's not not too hard. It's still something. I think I think if there's only like you know four or five, that still is solid because that that forms a Sentai team if you if you stand them all together and that that still counts. Get Stinkor Sentai uh, uh, Gag Ranger. Uh, Ginyu Force gag. of Skunks. Dry heave. Yeah. <laughs> um, Aaron, uh, what about you? Like Transformers or otherwise? Are there any characters where you're just like, I got to get that one every time there's a new one? thinking i don't i don't i don't think that there's a character that i'm actually like that compelled to mm-hmm. i know i keep an eye out on th- for things like jazzes or hawkeyes for alfie but i don't think that there's anything that's just like oh it's one of these i must get it um w- would you say looking for them for someone else kind of hits that same itch because i've always kind of been curious about that whether like me because you're not looking for them for yourself. Like, I keep but an, hunting jazz is yeah, still like a, an like, active thing, right? Yeah, it's a thing that I'll, I'll more. I mean, more so. It's 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 the hawk guy because I I'm like looking for the jazzes anyway because it's a transformers thing, not because it's a jazz thing. Hmm. But like like Hawkeye, whenever it's a you know we've got two or three different versions of the Marvel selects figure, um, just from like. Avengers and then Hawkeye, the TV show stuff and things of that nature. Um, but yeah, for myself, no. Yeah, that's fair. Just because I'm stupid and buy all the robot toys, not just certain ones. I mean, like I, like I said, like I kind of have a swathe I look I look for. I forgot to mention, like I, I also on site usually go for anything related to Action Masters. It's just that like until Super Seven put out two of them in Ultimates, that was kind of a that was in spirit more than anything I could act upon, right? Like. So someone is saying, like, "Oh, why didn't you say Spream?" And it's because, well, it's Spream is there. It's just like when I when you multiply something by zero, is it worth saying? Right? <laughs> I have Spream, the one mm-hmm. that came out. <laughs> yeah. 
I'd love to. I'd love to pursue more Spreams. I bought a custom. I got a Grimlockimus custom Spream, but like, and I got a, I got a, I got a Malwave uh, custom Spream. But like, do those count? The, those were painted by a person who may or may not have been thinking of me specifically when they painted them. I'm not, sh- you know, I'm not sure. Uh, but Super Seven put out Bonsai Tron and Action Master Bombshell, and those are the two Super Sevens that I dove on and. I don't believe they've announced any more Action Masters in that Ultimates line, and I'm like, well, that's an interesting way to lose my interest, but go for it. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, last question here from uh, V-Rider. Uh, he says, I'm a pretty indecisive collector indecisive collector when it comes to trying to get into something new. For example, I've been hemming and hawing on the Super 7 Ultimate Ninja Turtles for a very long time, and I can't find the one thing that'll make me go, uh, I'll do it, or I'll pass. So how do you deal with indecisiveness when buying something? Um, Aaron, I'll start with you, because uh, in Transformers, that indecisive... I'm stupid and I buy yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you've made some decisions lately, like the Shatter Glass, you know, where yeah. you're like, hey, wait a second. Yeah, I, I've, I've been... Be- I mean, it, that's the thing. When I him and haw about it, yeah, I guess there are some breakpoints. Uh, towards that it's actually actually something i've had to work with alfie on now that she has a full-time job and and all of that uh is she prior to a full-time 40-hour week job she would frequently see something that she wants but then think oh i'll get it next time and then come around and next time is oh it's gone and then get kind of upset that can't get that so then you got to look to ebay and like oh well it was twenty dollars and now it's forty five dollars on the secondary market what the heck i just cost myself more money so uh, a thing we've worked on is being better about like is this something that you really want to get and will regret if you don't get it then try and get it now since you've got you know spending money um so that's like kind of one side of that and then like i have tried to get better about things that i'm that things that I am not directly in line for or have a reason for not getting. Um, Like part of the reason why the shattered glass stuff isn't quite as much a, I'm going to grab it right now because I've tried to be better about, I already have that mold. I've already had that, that like transformation experience to it. And yeah, maybe a better coloration, maybe a better, this, that, or the other thing, but like, like for example, how many different versions are there of Ultra Magnus? If you include the two kind of minor retools, like seven or eight. But uh, like, do I need to have seven or eight different leader size guys because oh, this one doesn't have the the muddy splash paint on it? Oh, this one is a earthier box truck than a Cybertronian box truck, like. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm trying to be better about that because there was a time when I would have been really stupid and said, but it's different. Has a different UPC on the box. Has a different pack-in. I keep that box um, so I remember the UPC's then, different. Yeah, and like that's the thing I worked on this weekend for a little bit. I threw out about a half a box worth of just card backs of Armada card backs Woo-hoo. because there are Armada card backs. Why on earth was I keeping them? We, that's um, why going back to archival. Someday somebody will. We, want, we yeah. trust someone yeah. scanned them, so we don't need to hang on yeah. to them. Someone else is doing the work. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, 
that's I've tried to work better towards that. I, I think it's more finding that line. What is what is the line to to me? Is it you know I'd like to have one of every mold as the experience. Do I care about repaints? Do I care about minor retoolings like like Junkion? There's I've seen people do side by sides between Junkion and Retgar, and there's a lot of different parts, but it's really the same transformer. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the line that I'm trying to find and and trying to keep to that line. You know, you know I I don't need to buy the sweeps mold because it just has a different open hand and a different head. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, you need to buy it because you need to have three of them to uh, slightly, slightly different plastic and paint colors. Like I can, I'm, I'm okay not not getting that one pretty easily. Yeah. But I do know that there there is an errand that existed at one point in time that would have said, "Oh, yeah, I need that." So actually, it makes me realize I'm, I'm um, evolving. You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're becoming double capital A Aaron. The, the capitalization's moving through. Yeah. Uh, it makes me realize uh, the the trio Galvatron, Cyclone, Scourge, and then sometimes Sweeps, depending how the toys are. That is that is actually those are characters I tend to pick up on site, no matter who's making them, uh, because for the longest time that that was actually not a very common thing to see. Um, and I, I've been leaving the, you know the 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 fans toysy X Transbots ones behind now because I have a fans toys Galvatron and he looks nice but he sucks to transform and. I, you know, I have handled the X-Transbots, Scourge, and Sweeps. I think they suck to transform. I heard nothing good ever about transforming either of those companies' Cyclonuses. So I, I left all that, you know, alone. Uh, but I still look at them when it's the, when it's that trio. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, TJ, what about you? Like, how do you deal with indecisiveness on, on getting into something or picking up something? Uh, for me, it is more just a matter of like, is it within my budget for the time? Um, and mm-hmm. you know, if if it is, I will tend to take a plunge, mostly because, and I will admit, like, I am in a unique position because I have this YouTube channel with a fairly large following, which means even if I pick up something and go, you know, this really isn't my thing you know maybe i'm i'm not really big on this you know i am i am in a position where if i throw it up on ebay and you know it's part of one of my sales things it's going to leave this place and i'm going to recoup at least most of what i paid for it mm-hmm. you know so it it's it's not nearly as much of a risk for me in that position to actually just take a plunge on something just to see how it is you know, he brought up the the Ninja Turtles from Super 7. And, yeah, I took the plunge on those. And, like, uh, just to try one out, uh, let me see. Um, yeah, I've got ten of them now. Um, hey! <laughs> so, so, sometimes, sometimes it leads to uh, more fi- financial indiscretions, but Again, it's always when it falls within within my budget, within my comfort zone, then I will then I will take a shot at it. So for me, the indecision mostly comes from is it worth it to me to risk getting into something else uh when I'm already into this and that and I'm already like budgeting for those things in my life. And you know, 
you know, once in a while, I'm lucky enough that, like, I can do that, I can take a jump, and, yeah, like, uh, the Beast Box are very much like that. Because the Beast Box toys oh, are yeah. not, yeah, like, they're not mm-hmm. terribly expensive, and I like the ones that I picked up, but I am very selective with the ones that I pick up, because, one, I know that is a dangerous rabbit hole, and two, uh... The, they they do things that are really clever and the tra- and the engineering on them is really impressive. But then at the end of the day, I'm gonna have to like look back at myself and like ask, did I really need a small robotic plastic kangaroo in my life? Yeah, I mean the answer to that. Is <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was gonna say then. So once you realize yes, then you go like, but this doesn't mean I also need every colorway plus these anglerfish and this crocodile necessarily. <laughs> Uh, okay. Look, look. I, I, I'm a Floridian. Like, there's moral reasons why I can't take the crocodile. Yeah, it could be a problem in Florida. That could attract, you know. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I can't I, tell. I don't, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want any like of my air quote neighbors thinking that I stole one of their young. No, that's exactly. It's a, da- yeah. it's a dangerous thing. Um, but yeah, but yeah, like we are, we are in this era where like if you're if if you're indecisive on something like if you can afford to take the risk there's gonna be other people who want it you know and now like especially in like the transformer circle we know we we on this show we discovered just like you know like just toys from a few years ago can go for like crazy money now so you know even if you're willing to just like Put them in a box, put them away until you can't find them at retail anymore, and then shovel them off. You know, you're probably not out anything at that point. You know, as long as you have a little bit of patience and you're willing to deal with the eBay process, yeah, like you should, you should be fine to take up, that uh, kind of risk. Just looking up Titans Return Misfire on eBay. Uh, currently, uh, the cheapest one available is for 174 Canadian dollars. Uh, quickly followed by 180 Canadian dollars. These ones are loose, uh, pre-owned. Um, does bump up. Actually, no. You spent you spent another 13 bucks. You get one on the card. Why would you even bother with these other loose Joker ones? Get 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 yourself a sealed one. Be the first one to touch Misfire. Uh, spikes up after that to 250, then 300. Oh, there's a 200 dollar loose one as well. That's interesting. Uh, anyway, uh, Titans. All you have to do travel back in time to Titans Return. And just buy two of everything, and then you're, you'll be able to pay for the next ten years of toys by yourself, just off the back of that stuff, right? Because every single figure will have gone somewhere between two times value to ten times value. <laughs> uh, sorry, every time every time Titans Return Aftermarket comes up, I feel this like this twitch in my eye, and I have to go check Misfire again. Um, but uh, TJ, I was actually going to say for myself, like the way I deal with indecisiveness is partly that risk assessment of like. Do I want this in a way where all I'm doing is coming up with a reason where I need to buy a whole lot more of things related to it? Uh, like, is that actually the soft goal, or do I just think this one thing is cool? You know, like, getting into a new series versus a one-off that's kind of neat. Uh, the the way I parse that is actually, I considered, like, if I spend a whole evening researching something that I'm kind of interested in getting into, uh, and it takes a long time, I start to ask myself is this part of the process actually the most fun part, and does buying the thing, like, lead to a less fun part? And sometimes I I kind of identify for myself, oh, I've already done the most fun part. I grew myself a basic encyclopedic knowledge of a thing because I spent, like, a whole weekend on various YouTube guides and fan wikis 
learning about this. I don't think I think buying it actually feels more of an obligation now than the thing I actually want to do, and then I'll back off from it most of the time. After after several times where I didn't back off from it, <laughs> kind of operating from experience. Uh, but the the one other thing I'll say about indecisiveness is that I've come to just decide anything I miss I can track down eventually. Uh, it might be a bit more expensive, sure, but uh, it's a finder's fee for my own convenience. So. I try, I'm trying to, like, let more things just slip by now. Uh, and it really helps when eventually it pays off. Like, when I did that big trade for Siege Omega and, uh, Earthrise Scorponok, I was like, hey, that was, like, three years of feeling like I missed out on two very large toys, uh, that were getting more expensive. And I, I sorted out something using my own resources. And I felt, I felt very, what is it, the, the boomer's phrase about your, uh, I tied straps to my boots and hooked them to my, to my waist and then flew to the moon or whatever the boomers say. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, indecisiveness is, is rough, but I think the most basic advice I could give is just remember, you'll be able to get it all eventually. It, it might be more expensive, but it, it also really helps you assess whether you're more interested in chasing it than you are actually owning it. Um. Anyway, thank you for those questions, V-Rider. I will say, uh, it's a lot easier to get your question on here if you just ask one, but, uh, hey, timing sometimes works out for us to do a multi, a multi thing. I'm sure I missed a part in this where it was like spread these questions out over several episodes, but it didn't say it in the thing I'd copy pasted. So, uh, that's on past Chris. Screw him. He's dead. I live. Modern mm-hmm. Chris. We have one more listener question here uh, I want to do. This is from Fandoms MJ, uh, who says, Hello, Evangelist Aaron and TJ. I'm back with another question, too, this time for the podcast. Uh, what are some figures you are still waiting for Hasbro to make? Maybe a character from a cartoon that didn't get a figure, or maybe they did a figure, but it wasn't the one you were hoping for. For example, I am still waiting and hoping for a figure of Chromia that turns into a van and one of Firestar that turns into a truck, preferably with robot modes being allowed to have the bulk of the vehicle parts instead of it just being giant backpacks they lug around. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not attached to those characters, but I would love to just see more female Transformers who have bodies made of their alt mode. Uh, I would love to see Firestar into a truck so that we could have a character to go with the classic TCG character card from Wave 2, uh, who I, I still think is really fun. Um, I think I've said a whole bunch of mine over the course of this episode. I sure would love to see Action Master representation of the elites, especially. Just I'll You know what? I'll accept friggin' Double Punch. He's I hate him. I hate him for existing and looking like Scorponok, but I'll accept Double Punch. Just a- any anything. I feel like I'm just going to get skipped over once again during Legacy with all this stuff. But, um, TJ, what about you? Who's a, who's a figure you're s- just still waiting for your f- perfect version of? Uh, I don't know if it's perfect version at this point. I just really love... There's a few characters I would, like, absolutely love to see again that are just... They're that, like, middle ground level of obscure where it might happen but maybe not, and I'll, like, like for me, it's, like, Rapido. Like, I would, Oh, like, yeah. I'm so attached mm-hmm. to that toy from childhood, and the fact that, like, we've gotten so many Datsuns and Jazzes, and there's been no repaint, kind of drives me nuts. Yeah, it's uh, like, hey, like, once, once you get it at the one Bokkan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, how many times did you reuse that last Datsun? Like, how many remolds and repaints did you figure out you could do with that and not one of them was red? 
Come on. And then you just you just gesture at Rotorstorm in Selects, and you're like, you made Rotorstorm because he got his <laughs> head blown off in a comic yeah. book, but you won't you're make telling me. You're <laughs> telling me. You're telling me that, you know, the dude who outranks everyone gets no new toy, but Road Rocket got one? Really? Road Rocket... Road Rocket, I can. I, I I am happy for the Road Rocket fans, but when you put it in the context of Rapido, I see the salt. I very much see the salt because <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, also, mm-hmm. guess who would? Oh boy, guess who'd fit the Speedia collection? The Speedia five hundred. Don't oh Rapido. Ah, mm-hmm. don't worry. Why'd, we you, got do, why'd you do that? Why you? Why why <laughs> why would you fill me with that hate? Why would you do that? We don't worry. We got Diaclone skids with num- alphanumeric name. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that fills the void in your heart, I, I, sure. I fully accept and support Rapido. Uh, we, we also just those colors are sick. We got it. We got it. We have two Datsuns. He hasn't been now, so we're you know, in fact, three if you count the Deluxe Prowl from Cyberverse Deluxe. So we got we got places to go with Rapido. Uh, Aaron, what about you? Is there is there a character you're still kind of waiting for? Either they haven't made, or when they did make it, you were like, is that it? Um, I don't know. The one that popped into my mind was like the cabinet of alternators from the Hasbro tour mm. that were were never made. Or was it the Hasbro tour, or is it one of the bot Hasbro tour? It was like a Bumblebee that was a Volkswagen Beetle and Megatron that was like a Cadillac. There's Porsche Jazz too. It was like a big um, yeah, and the Porsche Jazz, yeah. Um, like seeing some of those would have been, w- would be interesting, um, that I guess Hasbro won't make those because they're not making that like 124 scale car thing anymore. But like those, there, there's one sitting out there somewhere in, in a Hasbro vault or something. Yeah. No, seeing, um, seeing a return even to just like car modes for everyone as a fun theme for like a year even mm-hmm. in a kids line I think would be kind of fun like you know a Speedia version for uh, you know Earth Spark maybe or something I, I, I actually would hope they don't do that because that would yeah. be a waste of Negrosh's talent I think but uh, still yeah that would be kind of cool like just as a theme line um, and this this does tie very well to fandom's uh, MJ's second question which is about grail figures which is typically when I hear people talk about their grails it's a figure that exists my question is can a grail be something that doesn't exist but might in future to me my grail figures the pieces my collection won't be complete without would be the four rescue bots as generation style figures but these are not figures that exist yet so can they really count as a grail uh thanks i'm looking forward to your answers i think absolutely i think um th- there's two ways to, that i say absolutely number 1 with the you know continued pro- proliferation of people figuring out and getting better at making custom toys, uh, it's feasible to j- pay someone a few hundred bucks to just make your Grail for you, to a certain degree. Um, but B, I do actually like the idea of a Grail being I want a figure to exist that is not specifically that is also not unreasonable to exist, like the Rescue Bots. I'm absolutely astonished the Rescue Bots never graduated to uh generations like once ever it felt like the perfect uh uh ligament to to lead a fan who was the right age when rescue bots launched to when rescue bots finally concluded you 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 give them that kind of like epilogue moment of like and here's the four 
as toys for you who are who's now is you know getting into your teens and you're more into like you know more interactive stuff if you've stuck with toy collecting this long uh like you know stuck with toys to the point of going from toys are my playthings to toys are my collection kind of thing um i think that's absolutely valid um what with the the word grail also like always getting more and more kind of hazy and personal in meaning but um uh, tj what, what do you think about the nature of grails like would you be down with someone saying their grail is i want this non-existent thing to just exist i mean absolutely I mean, that does mean that it is, for the least temporarily, unobtainable. But it is perfectly valid to, like, imagine something in your head and go, you know, if I could have that, then I would be, like, satisfied with my collection. Like, that would be, like, the only thing left for me as a collector. You know? Yeah. You know, like, if, like... Like, if, like, the figure art Pokemon continued long enough for me to get, like, a fully articulated Scyther out of it, I, I, that would be it for me. Like, that would be my grail. You know, that's never gonna happen. You know, but it exists. Like, I, like... It's also just, it's just reasonable enough, because if someone said, hey, they're making a highly articulated Scyther, it wouldn't be like, did the world flip over? Because it's like, (laughs) it is a Pokemon, it's an original 51... Or whatever in, in yeah. a high end version, like it could happen. I don't, I don't know. Like there's, there's, there's a lot in the pecking order. Like a line has to be popular for a really long yeah. time for us to get to Scyther. Even the Funko Pops haven't gotten to Scyther yet. Uh, yeah, but I yeah. Mean, I mean, like, I should say the the line I'm drawing is like is like high end Scyther is still reasonable compared to like if I were to say. Oh, I want Hasbro to make Masterpiece Freud and Sunder from IDW1. Like, that starts crossing into the, like, like that that literally will never happen yeah, yeah. Uh, Grant, kind of territory. Yeah, yeah this, yeah, this is true. This is true. Uh, but, yeah, like, if it's something that just lives in your head, then, yeah, literally it does exist, and that's willing, that, you know, and to have a desire for that and go, you know what, that of all things is what I want as a collector that is absolutely valid and as a perfectly fine thing to have. Yeah. Um, Aaron, I'm, I, I mean, I can kind of predict that. I don't think you would be the one to see, to heel turn on us and just slam your fist on the table. But like, uh, what's your take on the notion of grails and whether or not they have to literally be a figure that exists? Does the Holy grail actually exist? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it was drawn on a piece of paper. And you could, it was a big shiny thing you could see from a distance. It was grail shaped. I'm trying to remember the bit from okay. the movie. I actually can't remember the bit entirely. Um, but I mean, at for uh, I, I'm I'm kind of of two thoughts. I mean, it it also it can be like, hey, this would be the most thing that I want, and like that, yes. Um, but I think a lot of times in, in the discussion, calling it a grail is as an actual thing that you're looking for, but is very difficult to get for whatever reason. Hmm. So it's kind of a yes, but no, but no, but yes. Um, you know, it's yeah. And really for me, like, it's weird when I see people talk about things that are grails, but that I remembered seeing plenty of in stores or knew that they were regular in stores. Uh, and then remembering some of the back in my days of the like goodbye convoy sets yeah. as grails, because it was a thing that exit that like came out for the 
1986 movie in Japan and there's like 40 of them or something. It's not quite that uncommon, but that they were like, nobody knew about them when they came out and it was a long time ago before like anybody really knew about them in the U S and so to get one now is, um, here, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and look it up. Well, while you're looking, I'm, I'm uh, just going to lay the context. Da, 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 da. This would have been, yeah. it came out in 86, just, and people kind of found out about it in, like, you know, 94 to 96. And this is when the internet was yeah. Usenet for the most part. So, like, the context makes it, like, legit. Like, that's where the term Grail could come from, is, like, yeah. this was unknown for nearly 10 years. Fourteen. Fourteen hundred dollars for one on eBay right now. That's not. Ba- that's not bad, um, actually. That's, <laughs> I thought it was gonna. Yeah. Be- I'll look this up. But this is a very like the the red alert is very like the door sticker on it. Like it almost looks like somebody tried to like take a marker to it. Yes, it, that is that is somebody that is some child. Um, <laughs> took. Uh, a some, marker to it and convoy. some child, some little, some little pissant kid uh, played with. <laughs> there, there you go. I, I'm just there's only there's only two listed, so I'm looking at this one. Uh, actually, there's two listed, but they can't. They look almost the same. Why is one of these so much cheaper? This is just, this is going to be really weird. There's one listed here that shows up as sponsored, listed for eight hundred ninety eight dollars, but it looks identical. I'm going to link you to that one. It must just be yeah. Two I see the... that one too. Yeah, well, my link is way more. It's, it's... yeah, yeah, because it's a .ca link, <laughs> like some animal. Uh, um, I like the description. There is dirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's two different sellers, so I wonder if it's it's like the same person, like one per like if it's a consignment shop. Oh boy, I I I bet you, I don't know. I'm not. I'm gonna look quickly. I'm gonna look quickly at feedback ratings. Okay, never mind. I thought for a second maybe one of these sellers just ripped the other one's photos off, but no, they they both have good ratings. Um. But but yeah, something like that where there's you know. One of them on eBay, and it is in super gar- well. Yeah, the other one is is a trimmed, like the eBay ID thing got trimmed off of it. So who knows? Yeah. Um, but yes, it's even even at a better price, it's nine hundred dollars for one that has like somebody's taken a orange highlighter to it in order to change anything silver to. <laughs> like a copper colored and everything like it really answers the, the question price for a <laughs> house is so cheap yeah oh that's why <laughs> yeah you know and you know so, trying to find a very good shape one of those or any of the what was it wasn't what wasn't there this, there is also the uh like the vs sets or the something versus sets there's goodbye megatron and uh there was yeah. the whole thing we talked we talked about a tfcon with aaron archer briefly at the uh, about how mm-hmm. our our old friend who we haven't seen in a while elvin elvin pena uh was trying to get a mint and sealed box tape uncut goodbye convoy set and that was incredibly hard to do because it yep. had no window so at the time, a lot of shops who got them in overseas would cut the tape to make sure everything was inside, uh, and that that meant mm. they were useless to our mint and sealed box collector friend. Yeah, 
Yeah, goodbye convoy, boxes in rough shape. Looks like all the parts are there. No obvious highlighters hit it. Closer to twelve to to two thousand dollars for for G one Megatron and G one Starscream, and nothing special about it but the box really and the paper and a little bit of the paper. Well, uh, good like, goodbye Megatron is though, um, he's slightly unique at, for the time, just given the the color placement and finishes on him. That was always like one of the draws. Did he did he have different colorations? Yeah, yeah. I I believe it had to do with his chrome placement. This is very old memories. Um. It's on it's on the wiki okay. somewhere I'm sure because it's a toy variant thing. Uh yeah. But it, it's it's something that like, you know, these things that were barely known released a long time ago and like just didn't exist in a way that you could regularly get them um that really changed ch- changed like the rarity impact of things to to be more grail like I think that's than that's just an a hard to come by thing. That's why I think I'm also more okay with Grail becoming more conceptual because uh mm-hmm. unknown Transformers product is not even it's it's borderline impossible now uh for us not to know something exists yeah. before it comes at least within a week of someone finding one. Um so obviously, yeah, Grail. Grail in conversations does tend to be someone's trying to trying to chase down a figure that they missed. Usually, um, I think you you probably would if if your Grail was a conceptual Grail, you probably would need to couch it in like my Grail is uh, if they ever made X, Y, or Z. I try to track it down. Mm-hmm. It reminded me like my Grail in that sense since I was a, ki- a kid actually was Unicron. And uh, when they made Unicron and Armada, that was a momentous moment for me. And then once, you know, over the the, the decade plus, you kind of got sick of that figure when um, the, the one-two punch of Studio Cell and uh, HasLab Unicron both dropped. Uh, I kind of got that energy again. I still kind of want to track down Studio Cell, even though I know for the most part, I don't think I actually will like it. So it's kind of kept me from picking it up, which goes into the indecisiveness conversation, I guess. <laughs> Uh, like, mm-hmm. I looked into how it works. I think it's a really cool-looking figure. I have heard very little about the tactile experience being the kind of thing I would like, which means that when something's, you know, 300 bucks or whatever, I have almost zero interest if I don't think I'm going to enjoy handling it. Um, but, yeah, that's 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 another conversation. I uh, hope that answered uh, your questions, uh, Fandoms MJ. Because uh, I think we can uh, we can move into a little bit of off topic decompress uh, now to to fill out the the back the back corner of this recording. Um, I uh, I don't really have anything new off topic to speak of myself since uh, TFCon happened. As I said, I'm basically like in recuperation mode after that. Uh, I've been doing a lot of, a lot more uh, a lot more card sorting, um, just of various uh, tabletopy things, trying to trying to get everything in order, especially after TFCon, trying to get all my TFTCG stuff even more into order. Because um, very, I think in, a, in, a, in about a week or so, I'm going to be print, trying to get a print done of the uh, of Wave Eight, uh, the second Bayformers wave. Uh, so I have that in physical because uh, that'll be releasing properly. But um, Aaron, anything anything off topic on your end of note? Not that I can think of. Mm. I've 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 got somebody coming on Friday to quote a new uh, HVAC system. Hooray! So that'll be a big, expensive, upcoming what we got. I hope it goes well. Um, like slightly better bought air for the house, but 
that's a that's a good thing to have. Yeah, and that was, uh, yeah, that was well, that was that story comes about because well, I guess there there is a thing related to that that I got is I spent seventeen hundred dollars on a new uh, furnace control board and blower motor. Hooray! Um, because in like the four or five days before TFCon, um, the the heat wave that we were kind of going through, um, just I'd I'd hear the the click of the motor trying to start uh and then like no no cold air coming and uh like went and investigated and something had something had gone and so then had to have them come out and take a look at at it and they're like yeah your furnace is really like on the last legs because it appears that the the coolant coil that like sits down in the same like airflow path as the heater does um like something in that has cracked and is causing condensation to run down everything which condensation against electronics board it's like this board is in a an odd space i don't know why it's in here right next to the blower motor where this could happen but whatever it's like a 25 year old design and like everything else on it's like okay well this is potentially a problem that's potentially a problem um and then it was actually he like the 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 burner for when it's um a, a furnace and not an air conditioner uh has a minor crack in it so that it doesn't burn perfectly like and i knew that from the winters like hey see how there's yellow and orange flickering in there when it should all be burning blue that means that it's not burning cleanly that there's the chance for things like carbon monoxide to be coming out of that since it's an imperfect burn and this type of burner system um you can no longer repair or replace because this sort of thing can happen and so now everybody has gone to this other type that would require an entirely new system I like the part. And so then it was uh, like in the process of all of. I like the part where yeah, your where your electronics panel for your thing, your technological ele- electrical panel mm-hmm. was sweating. I think that's a great indication where it's like, yeah, this yeah. this thing that can't really have moisture all over it is sweating moisture. So I think it's probably on its last legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, like I was like, well, like you can try and quote me something right now. I don't care. I just want it so that when I'm in Canada that the that Alfie and the dog will have cold air and not be just sweltering to death. So that'd be neat. And he's like, well, we can get this repaired. And so he like threw out three quotes, one of which included like an industrial dehumidifier to put in there as well that added like another $2,000 to the price. I was like, no, like, you know, if it's, you know, even if it's five or 10 years between, it'll, like I don't think that's going to like drag me on to have to remember to come down to the basement every other day in order to empty out this dehumidifier in order to like not be a thing. Um, it it no, will thank start you. sweating too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so then he's like, well, you know, the other thing to think about is if we come out and give you a quote in the next, I think it was like in the next month, and then you agree on that quote within a certain time frame after that, everything that you spent here, like, we will take off of the price of a new system. We're basically, they're like, we'll take your basically new parts, 
out of the box, out of, out of this, and give you a new mach- new thing, you know. And so I'll save the whatever seventeen hundred dollars off of the system. So I've got them coming out soon in order to like actually quote me something, and it'll be nice to have. Like, yeah, it'll suck to spend the eight to twelve thousand dollars that Google gives me as the ballpark price to think is a thing. Um, but then have some portion of that off that I've already paid for. And then like maybe have a system also that's more energy efficient since, you know, the entire world is experiencing uh hotter than average temperatures. Yeah. And technically most people should just be supplied with a, a means of not having heat stroke inside their own homes. Uh, good old mm-hmm. infrastructure and etc. cetera. Uh, all those lovely words. Yeah. Uh, well, I you know I, I wish you the best with getting all that stuff sorted out. Um, TJ, any, how about on your end? Anything off topic, be it uh, a basic infrastructure for staying alive or fun hobby things? <laughs> um, so for me, I did just come from an anime con, so I do have stuff from the dealer room. Uh, yeah, I got like, anime. I got freshly I got, cut. Got the anime. <laughs> no, um, not a whole lot of it is like pertinent like frankly a lot of my stuff was artist alley this year so like not the nothing too oh, nice thrilling that uh yeah someone actually pointed out to me that like we, we actually had a lot of booths missing this year that would normally have like my robots my dx rider gear and all that and someone pointed out to me you know with how expensive gas is for traveling right now a lot of these shops probably can't tour around the entire country and make a buck right now so mm-hmm. okay that that actually mm. makes a lot of sense so, like, I got I got some neat stuff. Uh, I, I'm currently messing with a with my very first Robotech toy. Oh, geez! Did, did Harmony Gold like uh, did they put the wristband on you for that one? Give you the little the the palm tattoo, or is an older one? <laughs> um, actually, I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, well, you haven't been served any legal papers, right? So it's probably older. Um, I'm oh, being no, no, mean no. to Harmony Gold, but that's okay. It's... it's 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 okay. It's okay. It's 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 white and black, not white and red. So I'm okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, now it's like one of the 30th anniversary sets where it's like a mini Valkyrie with an armor pack, and like, okay. I don't mean like armor pack, like that big like booster thing that Jetfire got. I mean like. Like, I'm literally currently assembling an entire set of armor over every limb on this thing. Oh, uh, that's that's got a name. I forgot what it is, but it's the one that looks like a jumpsuit, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the figure is kind of jank. Part of it's probably... probably <laughs> part, part of it's probably from its age, but, like the, bice- like, the biceps are just pegged into where the shoulders are. Like it doesn't have a bicep. I, think I know what figure that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have a. It doesn't have a bicep swivel like in that spot, but it pegs into there like horizontal, like vertically, which is a great thing yeah. when like you know you're putting a bunch of armor and weighing it down, especially if I try to put a gun in his hand or something. Uh, is but it? Is it? Would you think, say like f- five inches tall ish? Yeah. Yeah, I know those. I know those. Okay. Yeah. 
but yeah, uh, both of the both of the sockets on both sides to hold those arms on are split, and mm-hmm. I might just super glue them in place because I really don't see why they they aren't just like solidly assembled on there to begin with because they literally function uh, in no uh, in no useful way. Yeah. Is is it one where the Valk can actually transform if you take all the armor off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fully transforming like yeah. little mini Valkyrie. Yeah, uh okay. I don't know the full history on those, but those first started coming out and Diamond was distributing them. Um they were they were released as Macross toys. Diamond got distro on them as Robotech Robotech like branded. Uh I don't know if the ones that that Harmony Gold put out right now are still the same ones or not, but I know the type. Uh and they were always they always had the feel of a model kit that someone else built is how they always felt to me um and they transform and they they work but they would have that inherent kind of jank of like this feels like someone built a model kit for me and I might have done a better job Uh, so, so Macross historians can maybe hit us up in the thread. Let us know if it's still the same toy from the, the I think early two thousands, or if it is a a new design or not. I never I never really kept up. I just I've always been shocked every time I see Robotech five inch transformable Valkyrie still get sold because I'm like, is that still the same one? Because there were like one billion colorways on that old one. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, this one two. was two thousand. Yeah, this one's two thousand fourteen. Yeah, yeah. So- I don't know. Like, I want to go do. I want to go do some detective work now. <laughs> credit where credits due. It came with like a billion accessories, so at least it has that going for it. The yeah, the old ones came in a box with like a ton of parts, uh, which which made them really attractive. Um, like when like, I, I got them both at a local comic shop is where I saw them. Um, yeah. I have to figure out who made these because they came out under Toynami, but like I don't think they were Toynami original. I think someone else made them. This is gonna t- this is this is gonna take me down a rabbit hole, so I won't I won't keep us here. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, I can move on from that. Like, let's see, I'm, like I'm trying to think because like a lot of it is model kit. There's like three more Rider model kits in my collection on top of like the the ten or so that I haven't put together yet. Yeah, it's just like the, my yeah my new pile of shame. Um, uh, did of all the random stuff like there's almost nothing writer there all throughout the convention, but I did pick up a SIC Puto Tira. Oh, nice! SICO's stuff was pretty cool. I, I wanted to collect it, and then I I wasn't able to. Yeah, there's that there's that rabbit hole side of that where like you know, SIC is not a cheap figure line and like if I were to start going on those, it just keep going farther, 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 farther. So, uh well, especially with O's, right? Cuz they if I recall correctly, SIC O's still had the uh, the form swappable thing. Uh um, so you could like pull parts off and I'm going to say yes because Puto Tira did come with a uh, he, he like it it did come with like a like a, a centerpiece like a like an emblem for the chest that is in multiple components. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how it does that now that I'm looking at it. Cause I, I think, put- I think it- the, well, I was going to say, I think that the, 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 your, uh, your Tatoba and Tatoba adjacent releases had more like straightforward instruction on how all that worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they left that out of the Puto Tira paperwork because it's it'd be more like, well, if you're going to do it, you probably already know how this works, kind of thing. Yeah, it's like it, well, it's in character, not to show you, right? So like, like exactly, like yeah, it's, it's like it's like the uh, it's like the old R.I.D. Megatron, where it's like, no, uh, you have four other forms, we're just not going to tell you what they are. Uh, <laughs> no, like in person, it's gorgeous. Because, like, the paint has this metallic element to it that just... It looks like different shades of purple as you're moving it around. Uh, like, especially in, like, the, the big shoulder pieces. Like, it's just... It's, like, glowing with how many different shades of blue and purple are coming through in the light. Like, it's it's a beautiful figure. Like Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen I've seen a couple of them in person over the years. The the uh, Shauta uh, version has like some gorgeous blues uh, that are similar to the purples you'd be seeing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, it, it's dangerous because like now now my head is thinking, well, your you know your Taja door is your favorite form. Why didn't you go? Why didn't you go for that? Go for that. Go find that. What? Are you, what? Where are you? Are you a wuss? Are you what? You too, you too coward to go find it? Go find it. Go find it. You know what I've been hemming and hawing on for like half a, half a decade is there's uh. SIC Tajador. There's also SIC Tajador Lost Blaze version, which is based on the final episode where it's oh, like slightly right. sculpted to be like even more Ankh with even more Phoenix stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Forgot about that. Um, also, and I, I should say I did find out I, I solved the mystery in my head of the the five inch Macross Valkyries. Um, mm. Do you want to know, or should we? Finish up your <laughs> yeah, I, I like how you uh, you present that. It's like, are you sure you want to f- know this? It's like this, this might make your life worse by knowing. It won't make it worse, but hopefully, it makes you understand why I'm always baffled that that thing still existing. So it was made by Ben Presto. That's where the original design came from, which oh. also explains the jank. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. So they were a uh, Ben Presto design. Do you want to know when the first ones came out? Like when that was designed? Sure. The, I'll tell you. The year 2002. Yep, that was right. What did I say? What did I say? I have one of those from like 20 years ago. Yep, 2002. And so that's why I'm not sure... If the Toynami into Harmony Gold version is is literally that, or is new but based intensely on it, I never kept up with that part. But that design, that Ben Presto five inch Valk design, has been around for an adult lifetime. Uh, that's also why when you said it was the the jumpsuit armor version and it was having trouble holding together, I was kind of like that tracks. I couldn't, I could barely get the strike packs onto mine. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing. The the couple of times I transformed my like barely stays together the right way. It needs it's. It felt like a knockoff, and I was reassured that it was an actual legitimate. Yeah. As I make 
air quotes yeah. product. I'm not saying what I paid for it, but it's definitely too much. Uh, they are. They probably have value now because, granted, they've been around for a million years, and I don't know how many you know copies Toynami made. So there's still value to it. And at the end of the day, it is, I think, still the most affordable. Uh, if you put some elbow grease into it, playable Valkyrie toy you could probably get that doesn't stretch into the hundreds. Um, so it, it still has a purpose. It's just like, it is a very old design, yeah. especially if Toynami never updated it. I don't know if they did. Uh, yeah. I have gotten a couple of Macross toys. Not, they weren't Valkyries. I've never, like, outside of G1 Jetfire, I've never handled, like, a proper Valkyrie, but, like, it was always those, like, adjacent uh, ship designs that transform similarly, but they have their own style to them. Like, yeah. I've had a couple of them. They didn't break the bank, but, like, they're not Valkyries, you know, so. Yeah, that, that's always what the, the impressive thing about the Banpresto Valkyrie was, is that, like, it kind of like it kind of pulls it off at a small scale. It's just a shame that like because it, it was Ben Presto, I believe it was made primarily as a claw machine prize. Ban yeah, um, Ban Presto itself that that is Bandai's division just for UFO catchers and all those kind of like games of chance in Japan. Yeah, so it was like a, it's mm -hmm. a claw machine toy, but it's like a very fancy claw machine toy. But that that is also why it would have that kind of tactile feel of like someone else built a model kit. Is that it's not like it has a ceiling on what it is, and it came with a ton of parts. Uh, I do believe that they are tweakable to a certain degree because you know they are a sort of sim simplistic toyish design. Like like you were saying, for instance, like you could just glue in those bicep connections because there's there's like no reason for them to actually be, you know, that hinky. Um, so you put in some elbow grease on one of those things. I remember I was I started doing that on one of the old ones, and it like it helped, you know, like just like like tweaking the ball socket joints so they were they had friction and stuff. Uh, anyway, yeah, I I wanted to solve that mystery once I got started on it. So my apologies for cutting in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Like I would I would pick up with Puto Tira just by saying the same thing. It comes with a ton of accessories. I guess aside from just like apparently yes like there's some like I don't know why it would give me the 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 individual components on the chest if it could not separate somehow but for the life of me I can't figure out how so I'm not worrying about it but like it yeah. comes it comes with longer horns for the shoulders it comes with a huge articulated tail you can pop on it comes with you know the uh it, it comes with the axe that has a like a like, which now becomes like a a rifle, like, cause cause like the big like the little handheld bazooka wasn't enough. Now there's like a barrel extension you can put onto it too. <laughs> it comes with yeah, three yeah, SIC intensity. Yeah, it comes with three cell metals, like super oh, tiny. Nice. Yeah. I think that I think that they uh, the, the accessory count across all those SICOs figures like there's all kinds of cool like tiny stuff in there. I miss like I miss when that was like a regular thing. Like I miss buying like a like a like a decade and it comes with all the little cards. Yeah. But now you got to track down the Shinkocha Seho. And then you get all the little parts. Mm. Uh, it certainly is 
more expensive than an SIC though. <laughs> I'm 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 just um, gonna build I'm gonna build my model kit of decade and be happy. Yeah. Well, uh, any anything else uh, on your end off topic you want to hit? I, I'm trying to think, like, because my purchases have been really light because anime convention, and you know, there's not a whole lot else that has like talking points. Um, so I did one thing that was fun, which was um, uh, I got in touch with Sir Toys. And I asked, mm-hmm. like, can can I send you, like, a certain amount of money and you just send me, like, a random box full of knockoffs up to that dollar amount? You know? Uh, and he obliged to the tune of an 11-pound box of just random knockoffs from that shop. That's delightful. Mm. <laughs> oh, it was... It was fun to go through. I got knockoff Bakugans out of there. Uh, a whole lot of super thin, flimsy things based on, of all things, uh, the uh, Cyber Battalion Megatron. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, there's some good winners in there. There's a Transforming Stegosaurus that was actually pretty solid. Didn't feel like a knockoff there was a uh there's a hello car bot that felt 100 percent solid like and actually oh, like, nice yeah one of the like super cool designs too so that that was cool uh two oversized bumblebees from the like the studio series bumblebee movie design so like a red one that's like vaguely voyager size and then like another like a big green one that's like <sighs> Uh, God, I'm trying. I'm trying to find the scale. I'm trying to find a good scale here. Like, um, I'm, I'm failing at this. Uh, think like like old Cybertron Primus, but like a little shorter than that. Like that's about the size. Oh, sweet! Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. big big leader commander ish. Kind, yeah. Like, like scale would be. Like yeah, like, like the upscale that's like commander height. That's about right. Yeah. Yeah. I and like the coolest thing in there was there's like a red version of uh Combiner War Hotspot. Except it is two times upscale with die cast parts, so it's super heavy too. And it just feels dead solid. Like if I were to like get four oversized combiners to link onto this thing, it would hold together fine. And I, I wouldn't be I afraid. might have that. Oh, actually. they do. <laughs> they do. There's no, photos. I, someone, I think, I got a hold of one of those at a TFCon in the 2010s, uh, late 2010s at some point. It's around here somewhere. I, th- I know I have it somewhere. I got to dig out where it went. That was <laughs> that was right when brain got real bad and brain clutter got worse in the living room. It's in a box somewhere. Mm, I know it's here. Sorry. I'm <laughs> getting that fire in my mouth again. Uh, (laughs) yeah so like those are like super cool figures out of there and then there's like just fun like weird random things there's like a die cast little like I don't even know what figure it's based on just like some like quick legion class toy except this it it was like like a black Lamborghini with a Batman logo on on the hood and then it turned into this like really jank bumblebee I think I've seen a photo of one of those uh, Sir Toys, like, 
they don't have a section for it, but there's a whole genre on there of, like, superhero logos on Transformers knockoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, TJ, not to bring you back to the Valkyrie one more time, but I have a link <laughs> okay. in the text chat, and I just want to know if this is All the right. one you've got. All right. Um, let me see. What's up? Um, or if it resembles it, at least. That does look... Yeah, that looks exceptionally similar. So there was... Uh, I've been trying to find out, like, one from 2014. There's a 2015 one that's all black, and then this 2019 one keeps showing up. So I'm sure there's a 2014 one as well. Uh, I'm, it's just now become the my crap goal. out of that out of those molds. I want to know if Toynami made a new version or not, or if it's still the Ben Presto. I'm gonna find out. Not during this recording, but I'm gonna find out. I have to know. <laughs> anyway, uh, I wanted to just double check on that. Yeah, I'm literally just like comparing the two side by side now. It looked like I, the the mold pattern is the same, the engineering and the how thin it looks in some parts is, looks exactly the same. If it's Robotech, then the, it it should be this mold because I, like Toynami are really great at using the they they get it right, so they will they will hard milk uh, a Valkyrie mold if they have one or Veritech mold in this case. Uh, okay, that's good. I am gonna find out after we finish, whether or not this is actually the Ban Presto or not. I want to know. I'm pretty, sure, <laughs> pretty sure it is. This, this doesn't affect my life whatsoever. I just want to know. <laughs> uh, anyway, TJ, I don't know how you how you activated this in my brain or not. Maybe I just needed a thing to focus on today. <laughs> but I, I'm going to figure this out. Uh, anyway, any, any other notables in the, in the Sir Toys treasure box? Um, I, th- I think that's about it for, like, all the, like, the surprisingly cool ones or the funny ones. Alright. Well, then, uh, that, that's pretty perfect timing for us to, uh, move into uh, ending an outro chapter material here. So, uh, I will say that we are, uh, are planning to have our next recording after San Diego Comic-Con's reveals happen, which I think happens at the end of this week. Uh, so next recording will probably be about San Diego Comic-Con reveals, uh, I am, the hype makes it sound like they're doing enough for us to discuss a bunch of them, but uh, I'm always prepared for it to be like, yeah, we got plenty of reveals. Four whole toys. Good night. So, you know, we'll see. <laughs> uh, we'll see what the leakers do as well, whether or not all that stuff gets undercut before it happens. But that's probably going to be our next episode, so stay tuned for that. Um, TJ, thank you uh, for joining us once again. Belated happy birthday and happy Metrocon. Um, and, uh, Aaron, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, I mean, happy TFCon. We were both there. We know, we know how that was. We played lots of games. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, to all you listening, have a good rest of, uh, your, um, 24 hour period you are existing in right now. And please continue existing in several more of those for me. Uh, if you could, do, if you could as a favor, um, until our next episode comes out, at which point I will remind you once again to exist for more of those 24 hour periods. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be pushy about it. Uh, I demand your survival, and in fact, I have a contract here saying you're going to do it for me, so, you know, don't don't, don't renege on the contract, or I'm going to have to send people. Um, until then, uh, we'll talk to you later. Take it easy.
don't know what the f*** it means, but you got some badass perpetrators now here to stay.